Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Vessel Church podcast. Vessel is a Book of Acts church in Baton Rouge, and our mission for this podcast is to equip people to carry the name, spirit, and cross of Christ in our pursuit of Him and His kingdom. The first three episodes of our All right, welcome back to the Vessel Church Podcast. We have my beautiful wife and, of course, the always amazing Timmy. (laughs) What a great intro. All right, yeah. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Always amazing Timmy. Timmy. (laughs) Take two, three, two. Welcome back to the Vessel Church Podcast. Uh, This is part three of a three-part series on kind of the beginning of Vessel Church. Um, It was awesome being with Tim at City Roots for the last one, being able to show a little bit of where we started in terms of our meetings. And it's amazing to have my wife for, for this uh, last of this three-part series. But we left off uh, talking about needing a space, right? Yeah, um, we talked about your roots at City Roots. Hey, <laughs> that's why he's Tim Timoney. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so we kind of left on that cliffhanger of, do you remember, babe, like being worried about what our neighbors were going to think about like us and all these vehicles in our driveway? Because yeah, I made the comment like, <laughs> I mean, we did it too, but like, you know, it's a shutdown and you guys have 30 plus cars out Oh front. yeah, the parking <laughs> situation was horrible. Well, then you would have people that like wouldn't drive all the way up. Yeah. Like they wouldn't drive all the way up Give to... Give them context to what you're talking about, about your your driveway situation. Yeah, so our driveway, we've we've got kind of a longer driveway into a carport and what people would do is like they would just like kind of stop in the middle. And so there'd be like plenty of space like in front of them <laughs> and then like there'd only be space for one more behind them. So then people are parking on the road. They're like on the median in our neighbor's yards basically. So we started praying. Yeah. And our prayers were seemingly not going anywhere because everything was still shut down. Well, do you remember the conversation we had? We were like, well, maybe we can rent out a space at City Roots. Yeah. Because at the time, oh, I didn't know that. they were only, they were open until like five or six, I think. And they were like, we'll just have an evening service. Right. Maybe we can just rent it out. I didn't even know well, that. as soon as we said that, it's like they heard us and they extended our hour, <laughs> their hours to 9 p.m. Dude. <laughs> and so we're oh, like, wow. okay, That's so right. definitely not going to rent out a space at City Roots. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And so that just added a whole other dynamic where, because schools weren't open. No. I mean, you're talking about this is still summer. So, you know, they don't have a reason to be open. Like, and they're definitely, they don't care about like opening up an auditorium or anything. And there's no, there's no spaces nowhere that we could feasibly meet, especially not in, in the context of mid city where, where our hearts were, where we wanted to reach. And so options were extremely limited. Dude. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. And so my dad, who is uh, a, a Baton Rouge City police officer, he's been on the force for over 20 years. He knew about this place called the Family Youth Service Center. Yeah. And he knew the director there, Miss Roxon. Who is amazing. She's Mother Teresa. She's incredible. <laughs> She's literally the most amazing woman ever. And he sets up a meeting. Not about a space. No, we wanted to like have some volunteer opportunities with the different families that were connected here yeah. and build a relationship with Miss Roxon because yeah. she's heavily involved in the community. So you guys weren't even looking for us, but you just were just wanting to meet someone that could have right. know, get connections to the city. 
And we really didn't know. Like, Dad tried to explain what the Family Youth Service Center was, but we still, like, you it's really so can't. It's so hard. <laughs> it's an enigma. Like, it's so hard. You can't explain this to someone unless you bring them here. Yeah. No. yeah. It's a nine-acre campus. It used to be the school for the visually impaired that that moved, and then it transformed into, like, this huge hub of state services. And so Dad worked in the missing persons department with Baton Rouge City Police here at the Family Youth Service Center. So that's where that began. And that's how he met Miss Roxon. And so he knew about all these different avenues of volunteership for the city and ways that the, the FISC, that's what we call it, the FISC, the FISC <laughs> serves the city, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so we set up that meeting and we start talking to Miss Roxon about helping her out with videos, photos, different events that they are doing that they're putting on huh. with all these different state services. And... In the midst of that conversation is whenever she says, so where are you guys meeting right now? And we're like, in our living room. <laughs> yeah. Our house. Yeah. And at this point, you guys were, it was full. Like your house oh, was full. Oh, yeah. Our, our living room was starting to like, I mean, at the time, I think there, we were averaging probably 16. But 16 in a house is still a oh, lot yeah. in, a, in one yeah. living room. Even in terms of our home group dynamics now, as we operate through home groups. You guys split them up a little. We split them up to where there's 12 is kind of like the max mm -hmm. that we want them yeah. to be. And as soon as they get over 12, we, want, we actually want to cut, cut it in half, yeah. right? And, and make two out of the 12. Mm -hmm. But she asked us about that. And, yeah, and we knew that home groups, because of our study of the Book of Acts, was how we wanted to operate. But we also understood the importance of having a place of worship. Yeah for like a Sunday service. So we tell her about that and she was like, well, why don't you meet here? Guys <laughs> <laughs> like, what? We literally had no idea that that was an option. Yeah. And so we're like, well, where would you have in mind? She walks us down the hallway. I'll never forget opening up those double doors. I know, it was insane. Who was there? It was you two and Miss Roxanne? And Greg. Yeah, and my dad. And your dad has been here before, seen yeah. this space before. I don't even know if he, he had like remembered that part though, because he worked upstairs. Oh, right. Okay. So he wasn't heavily involved with what went on downstairs. Uh -huh. So she's a, she opens those double doors. Yeah, and Megan first time and, seeing it. Yeah. We're like, oh my God. It was perfect. It mm. was, there was a stage, there was plenty of space. Obviously it needed like some upkeep. It's this, this property is very, very old. And, and it hadn't been used yeah. in years. Years. And she's always finding ways to like try and raise money to, to keep it updated. And, yeah and keep it alive. And so it, it needed a little TLC, but it wasn't anything that you walked into and you're like, this is a dump. It was absolutely perfect. At that point, you're like, I'll mop, I'll do whatever. Right. <laughs> Just oh, to have real. a space. <laughs> well, and then what that turned, so oh, that, that conversation, we're, we're blown away. We're looking around like, this is, this is the Taj Mahal. Do you guys remember like, when you guys met, when that happened? What, a month time frame? Oh, this was uh, September. Yeah, September. Wow. Yeah, because we, it was kind of toward the end of September. And that's why we put the first Sunday of November as like the time that we well, were going to start. Originally, we, we were trying to look at doing it sooner. Yeah, but October. It just, there was, there was no way we could have. So we did have a couple outdoor services in the courtyard. Yeah, we did. They kind of like ease people into this is our space, this is our new home, which they went over great. They were yeah. awesome. I mean, that's one, one of those is where one, so. One of those outdoor services is was the ended up in the re resulting in our first baptism. Right. So we see the space. We're blown away. We ask her how much. She throws out a figure that is 
way less than we would have ever expected to have to pay for monthly for a space. Mm -hmm. And now there were things that we were going to have to repair, like the AC, which we raised up. We had to raise 10 grand to replace this antiquated AC system, which is going to be brought up later. (laughs) (laughs) But the outdoor services happened to kind of get people used to where it was. A guy literally comes from off the street because he hears the music. No, no, he came for resources. Yeah, he came for resources for his his daughter. daughter. That's right. Yeah, we had another one come because they they heard the music, Miss Allie. Yeah, and but Charles was a part. He came because he wanted resources for his daughter, and she's an active part of our like our Sunday school ministry now. She loves it. And dude, Charles, man, he ends up weeping at that service. We have our last home group the next Sunday. And that was a Sunday that Charles decided to get baptized in the name of Jesus. Yep. And that was our first baptism wow. at our last home Sunday group. home group. In our backyard. It in was our amazing. backyard, yeah. It was And that's where we met Tabby and Tina. Tabby and Tina. And which is a, dude. Charles's mom and aunt and and now like Tabby and Brad, they are a core part of what Vessel does. They're, right. They're involved in you know, weekly home groups. They come anytime there's a serve day. They were here last night. They were here last night. <laughs> Helping us clean. They, she got baptized in Jesus' name Her two sister. weeks ago. Her sister got baptized in Jesus' name last from week. from one meeting. From one meeting. One person. One person. Wow. That's it. And so God is already molding this, and we are able to move into our first Sunday space that, you know, we treat as a sanctuary. Yeah, of course. And... With big help from so many people, we had friends and family members <laughs> drive in from all across the state. Yeah. And fly in from all across fly, the country. Yeah, fly in from all across. <laughs> Tim, Tim was one of those. Yeah. Our first service, uh, we had lighting, we had sound. It was, um, it, they completely transformed the space. There was like, how is this even, how is this even better than what we thought it could be? It was, yeah. it was incredible. November 1st, that was... That was the day. That was a Sunday. That was we called it moving day. Yep. Because it was like moving from our home into this space. And that was like just the next wave of blessing. The next wave of just knowing that we're in the will of God. Yeah. It I I would think of the times after we had initially moved, like just wondering, dear God, what are we doing? Yeah. Like is this and dude, it would just it was special being there, yeah. not just as your friends, just in general. Like, even if I didn't know you guys, it would be just as special just to be a part of something like that. Yeah, it was incredible. And, you know, it, it got to, it reminded me of the Book of Acts study and something that I learned, which is we want the, the stories, we want the miracles and the signs and the wonders. We want to see God operate in ways that are so amazing. But those stories require harsh settings, yeah. right? Like the only way that God can move in that way is if the context allows it. And, it's, and that's not a comfortable context. That's not a comfortable backdrop. The setting of that story is very critical. Mm-hmm. And because of that setting, because of what, what God has been able to do, we were able to see like the way that we want it to be a Book of Acts church we're watching as God is opening doors that only he can, using people that really don't know us. And I, I was just reminded of how in, in, in Acts chapter two, it said that they have favor with God and man. Yeah. 
and God gave us, he, he, we had his favor and that's what led to favor with Miss Roxon. He gave us favor with- Mike. She was there that Sunday as She well. was there that Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She loved it. She loves that we're here. Yeah, she had her phone up recording. I remember seeing her. She's pumped about it. And ever since then, like we've been able to help them with all kinds of projects around yeah. the family and youth service. Done video because, work for them as well. Yeah, because we just want to be, we want to be a blessing. Like the way that they're a blessing to us, we, yeah. we've- we want to be a blessing to them. We were able to host a community uh, Easter egg hunt with... Which was amazing. Yeah, yeah. with um, A.V. Right. Who Go, we, go ahead and share what exactly he does. Oh, he my does gosh. It all. He does everything. We met him because we were we came to, to shoot a video... For moving day. Promoting moving yeah. day. And he's in the parking lot, and he, like, weighs <laughs> me down, thinking, like, I don't know where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Right? And and uh, we got to talk him. He was... Uh, he was uh, overseeing a, uh, a foster care meeting that night. And so we got to talking about that. He, he says, my name's AV. I start talking to him about Vessel and what we're doing. When I say Vessel, bro, his eyes got like beach ball big. Yeah. He looks at me, he's like, Vessel? I was like, yeah. He's like, bro, AV's my rap name. It stands for another Vessel. <laughs> That's awesome. My real name is Michael. He's yeah. like, bro, like this is a God thing. Yeah. So we connect there. We pray in that parking lot together. Him and his and his girlfriend came mm-hmm. to moving day. And since then, he's been such an incredible ally for Vessel because he's involved with so many nonprofits in the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, and, and, and just is such an advocate in the community. And so we've been able to partner with him on so many different things. And that Easter egg hunt was one of those things. Mm-hmm. His nonprofit came out and uh, they did, they helped us with bringing in families for the Easter egg hunt. Mm-hmm. And we ended up having, what, like over 200 people? Yeah, it was amazing. Sorry, we just saw Brad, one of our, hey Brad, come here. Brad, Brad's coming in. And th- we're, we were just talking about you, you and Tavi. We talked about how you're amazing and we love you. You can't see Brad, he's off screen, but here he Come is. here, Brad. Come, come right here by here. Timmy. Sit right here. Say. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you just bring that up to your mic right there. Hello. Man, what'd you think about this? This is awesome. Brad, tell, tell, tell everybody, kind of hold it up close to, close to your mouth. Yeah. Tell everybody what we're sitting in right now. We are sitting in our new sanctuary. Our new sanctuary. So Brad, this is Tabby's husband that we were just mentioning. And he just showed, wait, you're just like, he was, was in the neighborhood? right down the street nice. in the neighborhood. And I had a four o'clock appointment with the guy. And he, I told him, I called him. I said, if you can do it early, I can knock it out, get this part of my day done. And he said, I'll meet you there in 20 minutes. So I said, let me just go by the church and see what's going on. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> and so, Brad, you came out and helped us last night cleaning up the space because, and this is a great segue, the AC that we repaired in the initial space at the Family Youth Service Center went out. And they just, instead of like kicking us out, they've offered us this new auditorium to meet in. And Brad can testify to how hot it's been. Oh yeah, it's been, we're so thankful. Brad, we love you, man. We love you so much. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to see Hey, if you wanna grab you a water. I'm good, I just can't see if y'all did. And that was awesome. That was cool. Brad just popped <laughs> yeah. by for a little bit. We literally like just uh, speak of the devil. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, but we see Brad and just the work that he's doing with y'all and his wife. And that's off of one meeting. I want to remind people that's just what blows my mind. One, one person. person. One person. And that's a huge point. A vessel is the divine connections. Yeah. And divine appointments. That's that's what God's been doing. Oh, absolutely. It's it's been incredible. And so it really we're has been. we're thankful. We're so thankful. And this Sunday will be our first Sunday. Um, what, what is going to be June twentieth? Father's Day. Mm. We're celebrating in our new space. The what, new space. What's the tagline? Um, same address, new home. And I love that. Megan came up with That's that. That's powerful. That's awesome. Yep. But at this point of this recording, this is where we are. We're, uh, uh, you know, our, our Easter service, we talked about the Easter egg hunt. We had like over 200 people show up for that huge thing for the community, which led to another connection, Miss Lysandra, that we've been able to help. They lost their apartment in a flood. And we, we were able to help get them food, clothing, shelter. Because of the connection we made with them at the Easter egg hunt. Exactly. And, and man, it's just God's been doing it one, one person, one family at a time. I and think it just goes to show you that you don't, you don't build a church off of, you know, social media and just throwing things out there. Yes, that helps. But you build a church through relationships. It's one relationship that leads to another relationship. Right. And when you show them the love of God and you show them that you really take interest in them as a person, it's what act, what makes up the kingdom. And yeah. it's just been amazing to be able to see that. Yeah. That's a great point. Just loving on people. It's just a huge thing. That's the key. Mm-hmm. It's the key. It's it's book of Acts. Mm-hmm. It's what the Bible says. Like, I mean, we might not read it and uh, you know, <laughs> take that from it, but it's, it's, it's what, the, what it says. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we're excited about the future. We're so excited about the future. The space can hold, we have a little, I mean, I'm sure we'll show more, but this, there's room for growth here. There's room for growth. There's room for miracles. There's room for more. And uh, we, we aim to multiply home groups as a result of it, mm-hmm. get more spread across the city and get into homes. And that's, that's, that's another prong of the vision is to have God-centered homes all across Baton Rouge. And he's doing it, man. And we're just... We honestly have no idea what we're doing. No. <laughs> we're just doing what we know no. to yeah. do, and God fills in the, the rest of the gaps. Yeah. And it's been fantastic. So we'll see what happens next. I'm excited yeah. for it. We are too. Thank you, Tim, for helping us out yeah, with this podcast. I'm glad to here. be here. And uh, the first three episodes have gone so amazingly, and I'm excited to hear sermons, all the other things we talked about. So, yeah, man, it's awesome. Thank you so much for joining us in the Vessel Church podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and also check us out on our Instagram at VesselChurchBR. And then make sure to check us out also on our website at VesselChurchBR.com. Again, thank you for joining us and always be a vessel.